Mama, mom guilt may fuel your reasons to sit and talk to your teen. Your well-meaning intentions can put some pretty high expectations on the both of you. Today, I talk about the reasons mom guilt can sabotage your good intentions with your daughter, and I suggest trying a few things instead. Hey mom, are you looking for a group of moms in the same season who get what it's like to raise a tween teen girl? Well, I invite you to come and join our free mom community at JeannieBaldomero.com forward slash connect, where you'll find moms in the same season with you who can relate to you, who you can be vulnerable with, and maybe just be a fly on the wall grabbing as much resources and information you can in helping yourself relate to your teen girl better. So if that's you, I ask you and welcome you to come and join us at JeannieBaldomero.com and check us out. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. I remember running around frantically stressing over getting dinner on the table for the family. My kids were pretty grown already, all in high school and early college years. My husband would just remind me that I didn't have to do this if it was stressing me out. But of course, I have to cook, right? I'm mom. I've always done this. Then what would they eat if I didn't cook? They'd starve. I'm home, so I should be able to do this, right? I mean, that's the reason why I work from home. Well, after cooking the meal, one out of my three kids actually ate it because they had already picked up food and had eaten. Oh my gosh, that elevated my anger because I've done all the work, thought about them, and only one kid ate it. And having to take the time to make the food, and they didn't even appreciate it. At least that's what I told myself. Well, Mama, if this is you, you're not alone because I felt the same way just telling you this story. The expectation of myself and of having to provide them food because I was home. I should be doing this because I had the time. I should be doing this because they're busy and I know I can cook them food really fast and they wouldn't have to think about it and they wouldn't starve and lose all this weight and get sick. And then my expectation of them of having to eat the food and appreciate the fact that I made it just jumbled up into this super high expectation that my kids weren't even asking for that I was expecting out of myself and out of them. And it led to disappointment and anger on my half. I felt stressed from cooking the food because I needed to get it done and also unappreciated. 
All of this was fueled in my head by my guilt. Well, Mama, I want to talk about how guilt, when we fuel our intentions by the inner guilt or the inner voice that that tells us that we should be doing this or we should be doing that, and how can you not do this, that can get in a way of our relationship with our kids. When we do things that are fueled by guilt, it sets unreasonable expectations as well as a blame and shame on your kids' part because your expectations of them have not been met, as well as this uh, shame of yourself that you are fueling because you think that you're not enough. And anything that allows shame and blame into a relationship does not actually add into connection. So what can we do, Mama, instead of allowing this mom guilt to fuel these intentions that we have for our kids? Well, there are three ways that I suggest and that I share with you to do instead to connect with your teen girl that are not fueled by guilt, okay? Number one, ask yourself your reason for doing this. What is your reason for doing this? What is your intention? Is it because you feel bad? Going back to my story, I did, I cooked food because I felt bad. I felt like I had the time and that they were going to starve. Is, and so instead, ask yourself this, is this what she needs or is this what I need? By cooking this food, is it fulfilling my need or is it fulfilling her need, right? This helps you manage your expectations. If you're doing it for yourself just because, you know, you want to cook, you felt like cooking, and it was one of those days where I'm like, you know, I just like to cook a, a good meal regardless of whether or not they're able to eat it, or at least, you know, give them a heads up. Then that's a different story of uh, instead of cooking for the need of what you think they need, okay? Now... Sometimes we can do things because our daughters actually need it, and that is okay. An example is she needs a ride to ballet, and you happen to be free, right? And, and that's a need you can meet because you had the time, right? The guilt comes in is when she needs a ride, it was unexpected, and you're working and you can't do it, but you do it anyway out of guilt because you felt like you couldn't fulfill her need. That's out of guilt. But if she needed a ride, it was it was something that was expected already, then that's something you can do out of guilt, right? I hope that kind of distinguishes the need, uh, fulfilling needs from out of guilt and fulfilling needs out of necessity, right? And number two, try this instead, make a plan. Instead of being spontaneous and having these high expectations of um, what's to come, make a plan. Now, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with being spontaneous because I think I even talked about it, about having fun, to be spontaneous and have fun, right? That's being spontaneous without expectation, right? If you are going to be spontaneous, just know that there are no expectations that come with it. Making a plan 
is being communicative with other people. Going back to my dinner, making a plan instead of feeling the need to fulfill it based on guilt are two different things. So instead, I could say Friday nights, mom cooks dinner. That's the plan. And so everyone in my family knows that I am going to be cooking dinner on Friday nights. So plan not to buy food, plan not to eat somewhere else, and know that mom's going to have a good home-cooked meal for me on Friday. And that helps with, one, me not feeling guilty about having to provide a meal all the time. And my love language, again, is acts of service. So it fulfills my love language of serving my children, right? And it's a plan. It's something that's understood and communicated with everyone, right? What can you do? And plan it on the calendar so everybody can see that. Number three, try this instead. Talk to her about it. Talk to her about it. If you have a guilty thought in your brain, in your heart, or you're feeling bad about something that you cannot fulfill, talk to her about it. For me, again, using the example of cooking dinner and feeling that I have to provide dinner for all my kids or they'll starve, right? Uh, I could talk about it with them, okay? Does it bother you that I don't provide a meal every day? Does it bother you? Would you feel like you're starving if I decided not to cook dinner and I just had you provide your own dinner, but I could provide one once a week? And I think that would clarify a lot of blaming and shaming on on my part if I just did that and asked the question, does it bother you that I, right? Because sometimes we have the guilt on something we think that might bother our kids, but in actuality, it doesn't, right? Also get vulnerable with them. It's okay to be vulnerable. I could share like, you know, I really love cooking for you. Actually, I don't love cooking, but I love acts of service. And this is one way I know to serve my my kids directly is feeding them and with their bellies, is through their bellies. And so I can get vulnerable with them and say, hey, you know, it really hurt my feelings that I cooked a meal and everybody else, you know, decided to go eat out, right? Or I felt like I worked really, really hard to Uh, cook this meal. And I understand that I didn't communicate that and I will be better at that, but I would appreciate it if you could ask if there's a meal at home before you buy food, right? That could have saved up a lot of expectations and disappointment on my half, right? And a lot of blame on their half and them feeling bad and guilty for not being home to eat my meal. Okay. Another is what do you expect out of me? Just ask the question. Hey, what do you expect out of me? What are some things you do you expect me to do for you? And it changes over season. As they get older, they need less and less of you. And it becomes more emotional support and just mental um, instruction and wisdom versus physical help, right? Like the cooking or the, I need you to rub my back, you know, before I sleep those things start to die off and more advice and help on 
older mature things start to be more prevalent as they get older. So we need to ask them, what do you expect out of me? Because their expectations might be way different from the expectations we think we need to give them. And that will alleviate a lot of guilt from our half. It keeps us from having this tendency to feel guilty to do some of the things that they're not even expecting out of us. I should be cooking food for them every day. And my kids are like, well, I don't expect you to cook food for me every day because I can cook my own food or I can buy my own food. So I hope this helps you, Mama, in, you know, why uh, guilt-fueled ways of connecting with your teen can actually really damage a relationship because it could be based on unrealistic expectations, shame, and blame on, on our half. Instead, try these three ways of, you know, asking yourself, what's my reason for doing this? And making a plan and talking to her about it. Mom guilt can drive a wedge between you two. The very reason you feel guilty will drive you to act on guilt instead of pure desire. So acting on guilt will produce an expectation that may not be realistic and cause some disappointment and some separation between the two of you. So ask yourself which of these three ways that I just mentioned that you can use instead to help you move past the guilt and into intentionality where expectations can be better managed. Mama, if you need more help on processing, you know, your mom guilt and whether or not you're you're driving your connections based on mom guilt, come join us in the mom group. Post it in there. And I'm sure a lot of us moms can give you some advice on what's worked for us and how we can, you know, constantly get over that mom guilt. Come join us at JeannieBaldomero.com forward slash connect. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.